Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, while Superman searches desperately for him, Ex-convict Willie Snyder lies unconscious in the house of Biggie Conroy, boss racketeer. You think Doc can pull Snyder through, Biggie? He's got a Chopin. Snyder knows who Superman is. He's got to get that out of him. You really believe he knows that, huh? Brought a Superman's costume, didn't he? Yeah, but... So uh... I'm sure he knows Superman's other identity. And when he tells us... There will be nothing we can't have. The sky's a limit. Hi, gang. Feel something different in the air today? Something that was very definitely there, and yet on which you found it impossible to put your finger. Well, let me tell you what it was. It was the first faint beginning of spring. Sort of an advance announcement that spring is just around the corner. And that funny feeling you had was a little foretaste of what is commonly known as spring fever. Now, that isn't a sickness, so it's nothing to be alarmed about. As a matter of fact, after the kind of winter we've gone through, I think everyone will agree it's something to look forward to with pleasure. But, I'm a great guy for buts, I've got to warn you that what you felt today and what you will feel in the next few weeks can lead to unpleasant things if you're not careful. For instance, this time of the year is just Jim Dandy for cold bugs. This is the time when they get their hooks on you. And when you are careless about dressing properly, and by that I mean shedding most of your warm clothes too soon, the old coal bug has himself a good time. He chuckles to himself, gets a good grip, and when you least expect it, let's fly with his special brand of poison. First thing you know, your head aches, your nose runs, your eyes feel heavy, and then plunk, you're in bed with a bad cold. Which, as most of you know, is certainly no fun. And if you've ever had a spring cold before, you know how hard they are to get rid of. They seem to hang on and on, sometimes staying with you right into the summer. So the smart thing to do is to avoid a spring-type cold. And a little later, I'll give you some simple rules that will help you do just that. So keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. When a spare Superman costume was stolen from a secret closet in the apartment he occupies as reporter Clark Kent, Superman realized that now someone other than himself and his friend Batman is aware of his double identity. Then fingerprints of an ex-convict named Willie Snyder were found on the panel of the secret closet, and the police revealed that Snyder had shot and wounded a police officer that day in the alley behind Kent's apartment house. 
But although seriously wounded, Snyder had managed to escape. Unaware that the ex-convict had made his way to the house of a prominent racketeer called Biggie Conroy, Superman has led Batman into an abandoned, boarded-up brick fire station facing on the dark alley several blocks from Kent's apartment house. I think this is where Willie Snyder hid out, Batman. You mean in this old fire station? Uh-huh. He must have waited until it got dark. Impossible, and I... Superman. The police combed the neighborhood. They couldn't have missed this place. Well, I don't say they did. But they missed our convict friend who was hiding out here. Look, under this manhole cover. What's in there? Shine your flashlight into this sewer and you'll see. Uh-oh. Is that, is that blood on the walls of the sewer? That's right. Willie Snyder was wounded, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think I get it now. It's obvious. Snyder figured the police wouldn't think to look for him in the sewer, so he hid in here until the police had come and gone and stayed there until it got dark. Then he beat it. Could be, but... Wait. What are you looking for, Batman? There are no bloodstains out here on the floor. How do you figure that? Well, he had my costume, you know. He could have stopped up his wounds with that. Yeah, I suppose so. Where, where did he go from here? That's what I want to know. Couldn't have left more than an hour ago. It's only been dark that long. And he couldn't have walked very far, hurt as badly as the police say he was. No. Hey, wait, Batman. Now what? Shine your light down here, beside the manhole. What, like this? No, a little farther to the right. Huh? That's it. Now, see that footprint? Not too well. What's the matter with your eyes? Look, I can even see that the man who made that footprint had a hole in the bottom of his shoe. Well, I haven't Superman eyes, you know. But if you say so... Clear as day to me. Assuming that police officers don't have holes in their shoes, chances are these footprints are Willie Snyder's. And look, they lead right out the door. You think you can follow them? That's what I'm hoping. Well, come on. Wait till I put this manhole cover back in place. All right, let's go, Batman. I'm right with you. Wait, I'll open the door. Okay, thanks. Still see those footprints? Uh-huh. They go right up the alley. What the... Thunder. Storm's coming. We'll have to work fast, Batman, before the rain washes out the tracks. Where's Robin? The police headquarters, waiting for my call. There's no time to call him now. Up with you. All set, Superman. Let her rip. Uh-oh. Really pouring now. Hang on, Batman. Here we go. Up! Up! And away! <laughs> Now, Batman, and rain's washed out all the tracks. Yeah, what a break. What do we do now, Superman? Well, we've come about a half a mile. Snyder stayed on foot. He can't be far away. Let's search this neighborhood thoroughly and see if we can no, make a stretch. He may have picked up a ride, you know. Well, I know, and if he did, it's going to be tough to find him because he'd make for some underworld hideout, but still... Look, look, hunt... this is where Robin and I can be very helpful because we know our way around the dives and the low spots of this town, you know. Yes, that's a good idea, Batman. Suppose you and Robin go to work on that angle, and I'll have a look-see from the air. Check. We must find Snyder before he talks, or it's going to be too bad for me. We'll do our best. Where can we contact him? My apartment or the Daily Planet. Uh, ask for Clark Kent, of course. Naturally. Well, I'm off to get Robin. Good luck, Superman. This is one time I need it. So long, Batman. Up! Up! And away! <laughs> Ah, he's in bad shape, Biggie. Under the circumstances, I doubt if he'll last beyond the night. No. No, I told you he's got to live. 
Long enough to tell me what I want to know, anyhow. Well, that's easy to say, Biggie, but... Don't give me any butts. This guy knows something will be worth millions to me. Millions! But you don't understand, Biggie. Snyder was shot twice. I've extracted one of the bullets, but the other one penetrated a lung and is lodged near the heart. Oh, get it out. It's not that simple. Requires a very delicate operation. It should be done in a hospital. You've done plenty of operations and not in hospitals, either. Yes, but I've never performed an operation of this sort. Very few surgeons have. Anyhow, I tell you that unless I work on him in a hospital, he won't stand a chance. How can we take him to a hospital? You know he shot our cop. The whole police force is looking for him. I know, In the old days, it would have been easy. We could take over a whole hospital if we wanted to. Since Perry White got to be mayor, we can't do a thing. Well, in that case, I'm afraid I can't help you. Don't give me that, you stupid croaker. Do you realize I got enough on you to have you sent up for life? Look, Biggie, it won't do any good to threaten me. I can't perform miracles, you know. Well, you're going to perform one tonight. Now, look. White and his reform crowd put me out of business, but now I got a chance to come back. To make more dough than you or I ever dreamed about. If you think I'm going to lose that chance on the count of you, you're crazy. Now go in there and get that bullet out of Snyder's heart or whatever it is. I tell you, Biggie, I can't. It's too much of a job for me. As a matter of fact, I doubt that anybody in Metropolis could do it except Bushmill. Who? Dr. Asa Bushmill. He's the famous surgeon who perfected a new technique in this type of operation. But I wouldn't have a chance, especially without a trained anesthetist and nurses. You see, Snyder's very weak. Gave him wait a minute, wait a minute. This, this guy, Bushmill, worried. At his home, I suppose, or the hospital. Why? I was just thinking. Oh, if you're thinking of getting Dr. Bushmill to operate on Snyder, forget it. In the first place, you said yourself you don't dare take him to a hospital. Shut up. What are you doing, Biggie? Looking up Bushmill's phone number. What for? I'm just... Here, here we are, physician. What's the idea? You know you can't take Snyder to a hospital. Yeah, I know, I know. You certainly don't think Bushmill would agree to come here to operate, and on a man wanted by the police at that time. Yeah, I know that, too. It is Bushmill, doctor. Well, then why are you... I bar- want to have a talk with a guy. I don't get it. Why are you calling him? You find out, Doc. Hello. It's Dr. Asa Bushmill, I please. I got to talk to him. It's an emergency. What is Biggie Conroy's plan? We'll be back in a moment to find out in the tense climax of today's episode. So keep listening. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, someone once said. And believe me, gang, no truer words were ever spoken. Because when you can prevent something from happening, you are much happier than trying to cure it after it hits you. And that goes for colds, the commonest of all illnesses, and one of the most unpleasant. As I told you before, this is the time of year when colds are most prevalent, mostly because folks have a tendency to become careless on account of the first glimmerings of spring fool them into thinking summer is here. Now, if you want to avoid a nasty cold, don't let yourself be fooled. Also, remember these simple rules. Be careful of the clothes you wear. This is not yet the time for a switch to light summer clothes. Avoid getting overheated. When you permit yourself to become damp or wet with perspiration, you are laying yourself wide open to the cold germs. Keep out of drafts, for drafts are the cold germs' most powerful allies. Eat well, but sensibly, because an upset stomach at this time of the year makes you susceptible to colds. Get plenty of sleep and rest. 
for these are the greatest enemies of the cold bug. Above all else, do as Mother tells you to do, because she knows best. And if you should feel a little out of sorts or discover that you have the sniffles, tell Mother about it right away. Get into bed when she tells you to, because spending one day in bed may save you from spending a whole week in the house. Be smart. Be sensible. Concentrate your efforts on prevention, and a cure will then be unnecessary. Adventures of Superman. It is shortly after 9 p.m. when Dr. Asa Bushmill, the famous surgeon, leaves the Metropolis Hospital and walks down the broad flight of stairs to the street. He is a little weary from a long day and evening in the operating room. His thin, usually erect shoulders are stooped a bit as he crosses the street and opens the door of his car, which is parked at the curb. But as he starts to step into his car, he suddenly stops. We're sitting at the wheel is a thin, lantern-jawed man with a head shaped like an egg. Well, what on... Get in, Doc. Who are you? I'm your new chauffeur. Come on, get in, I said. Now, look here. I don't know what this means, but... Easy, I... Doc. There's another guy right behind you. Ah, uh, that's the gun you feel in your back. Uh, a gun? Yeah, gun. Now, get in the car, Doc. Hurry up. But I... But I... down and don't tell. I got an itchy trigger finger. Okay, Chopin, get going. Uh, see here, I... I don't understand. Uh, where are you taking me? To see a new patient. Uh, a patient? Yeah. A guy whose name is Willie Snyder. <laughs> Dr. Bushmill sits between Biggie Conroy's two henchmen and is carried off into the night. Will the famous surgeon operate on Willie Snyder, the ex-convict? And will he save his life so that Snyder will be able to reveal the secret of Superman's double identity to the racketeer? There's a thrill a minute in tomorrow's exciting episode, fellows and girls. So be sure to listen. Tune in, same time, same station, for Chapter 5 of The Mystery of the Stolen Costume on... The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom X and his Ralston straight shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. <laughs>